Hello, this is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory broadcast. Welcome to our broadcast today. We welcome you. Jesus is Lord. We're going to get into the Word today and continue our series titled The Strong, Mighty, and Courageous. This is part two of the series. Part one was regarding the story of Joshua and Caleb and the strength that they had. Part two, we're going to title it Stand for Something or Fall for Anything. We'll get started in Daniel and talk about Daniel today. Don't know how far we'll get because there's a lot in the book of Daniel about being courageous. Stories about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel in the lion's den. But we're going to start out in the beginning and uh, look at Daniel chapter 1 verse 7. Hallelujah. It says, To them the chief of the eunuchs gave names. He gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. They changed their names, but that does not mean it changed who they were. Just because somebody changes your name and calls you something doesn't mean you have to receive it and change who you are. There's power of life and death in words. Parents, evaluate what you're naming your kids, what you're calling your kids. There's life in it. God even changed Abraham's name from Abram to Abraham. Well, the king tried to change their names and called them by different things, but Daniel still went by Daniel. Verse 8, it says, But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. It took faith to ask. He didn't come in and say, No, I'm not going to do that. He asked. God had given him favor. God gives you favor with people if you keep your heart right and you go to the Lord and you humbly ask and you present yourself in a way with your management, government, leaderships, and you humbly ask. He will give you grace. He will give you favor. Don't have to be arrogant about stuff, prideful, demanding. You can ask of the Lord in faith and He will give you favor after favor, after favor. Amen. Say that. I have favor with God and with man. Glory to God. You got favor with people. You're coming up. You're getting things that other people may not get because you have favor. Hallelujah. But notice it says that Daniel purposed in his heart. Where did this start? He didn't want to go in and break the law that was set aside in Leviticus. He wanted to abide by what God said. The Mosaic law said that if you drink wine and if you eat from things that were from other religions that were dedicated or presented to other gods, that you were breaking the law. David did not want to do that. He had a conviction. What's your conviction? We should have something that we are, have a conviction of, that we are willing to stand upon, not be moved by. Is your conviction strong enough to face death? Well, Daniel, his faith was strong enough. And we know that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the anointed word of God. Well, we're getting in the word today, so our faith is coming up. Amen. 
Hallelujah. They changed his name, but they could not change the nature of these, these four men, of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They couldn't change who they were just by changing their name because they refused to be changed. They were going to stand on the word of God under their conviction. Daniel still learned the ways of the Chaldeans. He still learned their language. He, he, but he did not defile himself into eating the king's meat and wine. He would not waver his principles, but he didn't go arrogantly knowing that his life was on the line. He would not waver his, his principles. See, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. What are you standing for today? Conviction requires more than just knowledge or mental aspirations. It requires it to be in your heart, not just mental. If it's mental, you'll justify why you can alter it or why you can uh, modify something. Oh, just this one time or it's not that big of a deal. But if it's in your heart as a conviction, you will stand firm. There was a movie years ago called Braveheart, but it was a story about a 13th century Scottish uh, hero named William Wallace. And uh, the enemy from the English monarch, monarch and Edward I um, killed his wife, part of his family, and that gave him a conviction to stand for what was right, not to put up with the persecution and the evil aspects of what was going on in the kingdom and fight against the tyranny for freedom. He had it in his heart. It wasn't just a mental thing. It got in his heart that this is wrong and he was willing to fight to death to do what was right. Are you willing to fight for what's right? Are you willing to put your life on the line for the kingdom? Well, in these days, you need to be willing to do that. The time will come where you will have to choose whom you're going to serve. Well, as for me and my house, today is the day I'm going to choose. What about you? Mr. Wallace was willing to have him, his head cut off, to be decapitated for what he believed, for the freedom of his people. It wasn't just a religious concept, something that he heard, a pretty sermon. It was in his heart. This is right and I'm going to stand. We need to get the gospel in us, the word of God in us, willing to stand. Make it real to us. Amen? In Romans chapter 10, verse 8, it says, What does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart. See, if you believe in your heart, it's real to you. It's a conviction. Get it in your heart. And, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You will be saved. From with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Be bold for the gospel. For the truth. Let's continue on. Hallelujah. Let me ask you a question. What is your standard? What is truth? I hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, my truth is this. Or they've got to do their truth. What is truth to them? No, there is one truth. God is truth. He's the spirit of truth. This is the word of truth. It's either true or it's not true. 
not is it true to you. You can think it's right, but it's totally wrong. There's one truth. Amen? Daniel did not demand, but he asked. See, in James chapter 4, verse 6, it talks about humility. Humility gets the grace, where pride gets resistance from God. Humble yourself before God. Humble yourself before people if needed. Say I was wrong. That takes strength. That takes courage. I missed it. I shouldn't have acted that way. I shouldn't have done that. Apologize and go on. Don't be under, condemn, under condemnation. Just get it right and move on. So David went to the chief eunuch and asked for favor. The eunuch's head was on the line if he didn't take good care of the slaves and the wisdom, the wise men and women that the king had put underneath them to be developed. They went to three years of training. It'd be like sending you to boot camp for three years or boarding school, college, training them how to serve his kingdom, how to serve him, teach them in wisdom and knowledge of their ways. And so he went to them and said, oh, please don't let us eat this food. In, in verse 11, it says, So Daniel said to the steward of the chief of the eunuchs, had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servants for ten days, and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you, and the appearance of the young men who eat the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. That was a step of favor right there. They took their, their jobs on the line, their heads with the president. But he asked them and he got favor. Now, keep in mind, a lot of people around them were also slaves brought in that were captured by King Nebuchadnezzar. They were still eating it. They were breaking the conviction that they had. See, there's going to be people around you, could be people you work with, family members, people at church that don't stand for the standard you have that God has set by this word or the convictions that you have. And you may be teased, you may be threatened, you may be mocked, but stand. They stood when other people did not. That takes courage, strength. Verse 14, it says, So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. And at the end of the 10 days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away their portion of delicacies and wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. Man, that's the favor of God coming on them. They did not break the conviction and standard that, that God had set before them. God protect them and he'll do the same for you if you stand. Hallelujah. Well, it goes on. Because they stood, they didn't die. They looked good. They grew in wisdom. And Daniel definitely grew in wisdom. And in time, the king had a dream. King Nebuchadnezzar had this dream. And uh, for time's sake, I won't go into every detail about it. But he had this dream. And he told uh, all the wise men to come. And he said, tell me what I dreamed and what it means. Because it, it vexed him. He was concerned about it, stayed up at night, stressing, what does it mean? And they said, well, king, that's unreasonable. Tell us what your dream was and we'll tell you what it meant. Yeah, sure. 
real wise person there that hears from God and talks to spirits, but can't tell me my dream? Now nah, kill all those people is what he said. So they were told to kill all the wise people, all the people that were tarot card readers, all the soothsayers in the kingdom. But Daniel said, wait a second. Why does it have to happen today so quick? Give me a couple days to seek the Lord. And I will tell you and the king what his dream was and what it meant. So it goes on to the fact where they were able to give Daniel a couple of days rather than killing every magician, astrologer, every wise person in the kingdom. So they gave Daniel a couple of days and he sought the Lord. And the Lord gave him the dream, gave him wisdom to explain what the dream meant. And so Daniel boldly went up to the, uh, to the king, went to his people and said, Hey, I know what, it, what this dream means. Let me tell the king. That takes boldness. What if the king didn't agree with what it meant? Oh, that's not what it meant. You're coming up with something. He could have still killed Daniel. It took boldness. But he knew he heard from God. See, the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit's inside you. You get it in your heart... You should stand boldly, confirming, knowing that God has spoken to you. He speaks to us all the time. We just need to learn to listen. So it went on to say, let's look at uh, Daniel chapter 2, verse 10. He says, the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So Daniel blessed the God of heaven. When God gives you revelations of something, gives you answers of what to do, how to proceed... Thanking, blessing, give God glory in it. So he blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his, and he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise. You know, he raises up leaders and takes them down. You may not like a leader, but in Timothy it tells us to pray for all those that are in authority that we may live a quiet and peaceable life. Pray for whoever is in your offices of leadership, whether it be your city, county, state, you know, national levels, whatever you may have in your country, whether it be a prime minister, a king, pray for them that you may lead a quiet and peaceable life. Amen? Don't judge them. Pray for them. And then it goes on to say, And knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. I thank you and praise you, O God, my fathers. You have given me the wisdom and might and have made known to me what we ask of you. For you have made known to us the king's demand. And he goes on to explain this vision to the king. And the king got excited because he had revelation. He knew, the king knew that Daniel had heard from God. And he came out to say, only a, the God of gods could reveal this to you. And he, the king Nebuchadnezzar, from murdering people, praised the Lord as a result. But it took courage. It took courage for Daniel to go to the eunuch and say, please don't let me, you know, force me to eat this food. To seeking the Lord about this dream, to putting his head on the line in the king's court. But he stood. He wasn't willing to waver. Are you willing to stand? Are you willing to stand when you hear from God Almighty? 
Don't be moved. Don't be wavered. Oh, the enemy will come and give you thoughts, doubts, try to bring you other thoughts and what ifs, what if this, what if that. Don't waver. Stand courageous. Amen. Well, stay tuned for more. We're going to go into deeper in Daniel, more about Daniel in the lion's den, the fiery furnace, go into David who stood with his life on the line. Stay tuned. Stay hooked. You can check us out on our website at MikeCanaday.org. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sins. I receive him as my Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that I will have eternal life in heaven with you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Additional teachings like this one by Mike Canaday are available on CD, free of charge and sent postage paid. Also, you can download this message and many others from our website at www.fqmin.org. To learn more about Mike and Shara Canaday and the Vision for Final Quest Ministries, you can contact them through their website or write to Final Quest Ministries, P.O. Box, 20305 Bradenton, Florida 34204 or call 417-459-8900